Yo, 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 yo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you know what time it is. You know what our second minute it is. It's that time once again. It's me, it's me, it's your friend. It's that D-O-O-G-I-F-R-A-N-C-H-I-S-E. It's a re in a place to be, Doogie Franchise. And it is show-off season. It's show-off season. And am I alone? Oh, no, 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 no. Because this ain't just a one-man show. I have some company. And they know who they are. Y'all don't. They do. I do. So let them introduce themselves to you. Fellas. Hey, it's Burger Joe, a.k.a. Big Boy Fitness 718. How you doing? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, that colorful rainbow in between? It is Ice Raheem. Wait, nigga, what? Ladies and gentlemen, Wait. and that colorful Wait, rainbow in between, all right? Oh, it is Ice Raheem. Okay, that's oh okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, can you explain the colorful rainbow in the tomb park? People who like... don't identify as either lady or gentleman and want to do some in betweeny shit. Okay. Okay. That's so are you saying that's you? No, I don't think that's what he was saying. Where did you get that? No, I thought you, you said I am that colorful rainbow. <laughs> I didn't say I am that. That's what it came up. That's what I thought you said. That's I what said, I said like, ladies and gentlemen, and that colorful rainbow okay. in between. All right, respect this. I thought you said, ladies and gentlemen, I am that colorful rainbow. I was like, in between. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. All right, then. So, so, that's a weird like, way to come out. I was like, yeah. I was, like, I was just like, okay. You picked an odd time to do that. Breaking news. I was about to say, did you just come out on the podcast? Like, no, I don't like like in the intro, dog. You couldn't wait. I was like, yo, this man is uh, like, selfish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can watch the uh, intro and he just still thunder. Uh, nah, I don't believe like, you still uh, by there, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he literally like Joe's about to go in there, and you know Joe ain't the most hyped up person, and you dropped that. I'm like, yo, Joe, don't even introduce yourself no more, son. I did. He introduced himself before I did. He can't now. He already did. Go ahead, introduce yourself. He already did. I already did before him. For real? Are you okay? Nah, that was... (laughs) You don't remember because he said... I'm not. You thought he said I'm not colorblind, rainbow, but he was like... That shit must have really threw you off, (laughs) shit. It really did. Like, it threw me off too. I didn't oh lie. my god! I was, like, I was like, "Wait, wait, what just happened?" Oh man! So let me get. Let's get. Let's get to why we're here today. This down. Let me break this down. I did this hot ass intro. Joseph comes in with the, the the desert intro he usually does that you don't even remember. It's as dry as fuck. <laughs> and then you sprinkle you sprinkle rainbow rain on that shit like that. Of course, no offense. You're my best friend. No, no, he's he's no, he he definitely means offense by that. Like, nah, I thought he pulled out a belt. Like, I thought he, he did too. Like I did. Nah, but I was just like when you said that, I was like, wait, what happened? <laughs> It's really getting on my nerves. <laughs> this is, cause you got a dry ass intro. I you gonna feel this dry ass belt, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> now this is the my 
turban do rag shit. So <laughs> what's that <laughs> turban do rag shit? Never mind. You know yeah. what? Oh, he said. Oh, yeah. All right. Whew. Okay, so let's just get straight to the point. This is gonna be a special. I got two other people that will pop up on their guests for uh, one-on-one conversations, but I wanted to hear from these two fellas first about uh, the movie um, Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Like, uh, let's give your thoughts and opinions. So, uh, matter of fact, Joe, since you recently just saw it, go first. I mean... I do think it was one of, like, ever since uh, Endgame, I think it's one of the best movies that's came out since Endgame. Um, he said one of, calm no, down. I know, I know. I said one of, nigga, though. You know, I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm, you I, almost I did. I said one of, but I, it, I know. it was like. I had to think about what you said. It's one of those, uh, it's one of those movies, like, um. I'm try- I was really trying to figure out who I liked better in that movie. It was, it was between um, the sister and Mbaku. Probably Mbaku, though, because that dude was hilarious. Oh, he like, stole the show. He stole, like, when he called, when he called it, oh, he said the Okoye, he was like, you boy-headed demon. I started, I died laughing in the movie theater. Yo, I saw a meme. That said, Chris Rock next year at the at the at the uh, at the Golden Globes saying that's Jada. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that would be uh... damn. Nah, if you get the if you get the if you get Winston Duke to actually say that shit to Jada, that'd be more funnier. Yeah, <laughs> Will Smith going to smack him. Yeah, I'm, nah, you too big for that. No, Will Smith is not. Will Smith is going to sit in his seat. No, he actually not gonna be there. Remember, he's still banned for ten years. He gonna see right. that shit from he gonna see that shit from home and just get mad. But, all right, but but even if he sees him in public, he not gonna do what he did. He wouldn't even he wouldn't have dared try that with the what's to do. Let's focus on the movie. Let's get back to the movie. <laughs> but that movie was just uh, the movie was good. Like you know the uh. Like, uh, what's the name? What is her name? Oh, Okoye, like, her cut. I ain't gonna lie. She, she was killing with that spear. Uh, they, like, uh, they did, they definitely, um, uh, with Namor, um, Namor, uh, I like to do. That was my guy. Uh, me and, me and my wife was at the end of the movie, was like, yo, who would, who is better on the sea? It was like, is it him or Aquaman? I was like, I don't know, but um, like, but um, yeah, that movie was just uh, that was a good movie. Overall, it was a good movie. Yeah, no, overall, I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, I love Winston Duke. I love Mbaku. Namor definitely was a uh, was a uh, was the number one part of the, of the movie for me. I think that. I think that he really, I'm really glad the direction that they took with this, you know, because um, I felt, I felt his character was, um, <clears throat> sorry, I felt his character was actually really relatable in a lot of, in a lot of ways, like, he just really wanted to just, like, keep motherfuckers out of his house, and if you really, like, when you really break it down, 
he and Wakanda really didn't have that many reasons to be beefing against one each other. Because they, they both had the same objective. Motherfuckers want our vibranium. We want to keep motherfuckers away from our vibranium because these motherfuckers don't know how to act. They don't know how to they act. Both have vib- they both have vibranium, and it's just like, okay, all you can do is say, can you help me? We need Wakanda's help and protect the vibranium. I mean, they didn't want to provide the help, but I mean, if he would have said, yo, we just need the help, I think the only thing they really like disagreed on was killing uh real williams killing everyone he wanted to he wanted to start a war against the entire planet and like that's where they had to like like draw that line like yeah see see now you're taking it too far i'm willing to help you protect your home protect our home and that's pretty much the, the conclusion they came to at the end but like overall we just not trying to cause mass genocide here that's really I was just been like if you trying to if you like that's the thing like he was just like we want to wage war against them. But he's never saying, like, he was never like, we're going to do it by ourselves. He's saying, you guys are going to help. And it was like, they were like, no, we're not. He's like, if you don't help us, we're going to fuck you up. So <laughs> we're going to kill you all if you don't help us. And answer but do question. y'all think they would have won that war? No. No. No, they absolutely would not have won. I don't care. If, like, if Shuri did kill Namor. All the other Atlanteans would have killed the Wakandans. Like, as soon as they t- they disabled their ship, and you're gonna pick a fight with these motherfuckers in the middle of the ocean. That's their that's that's their bit. That's their whole thing. No, not with Wakanda. I'm saying, do you think they would have won against uh, the like? Oh, it's a planet. The the land, the planet. Yeah. Look how they I took don't out, know. Look how they took out Wakanda, and Wakanda's like the most technology advanced place. Like they took out Wakanda, they can take out Alabama. Like. Not worried yeah, about but that shit. my thing is like if you, if Neymar is strong, but if he jumps on land and then the Hulk is standing there, you think he's winning? Uh, I will mm. be the first one to say Neymar has knocked the Hulk senseless a lot. Yeah, in the books. If and we are talking comics, yeah, Neymar is a problem. Neymar is literally all hands on deck. So. Yeah, I'm not talking about Buck. I'm talking about the Namor that was in specifically from the MCU. Black, 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 Black you mean the guy who flew through a ship against the Hulk who yeah. can barely fight now, Professor Hulk? Uh, yeah, so against the guy who flew through a ship, who yeah, smart Hulk is not that who, he, he who stopped the helicopter with his bare hands and then you know chucked it back at another ship, <laughs> who has wings on yeah. his ankles, but you still better take him seriously. You know who they hey, refer man. to as Kulkan. Hey, cool, cool <laughs> like, serpent god. And, like to answer your question, who who who's who's more badass under the sea between Aquaman and Namor? Who gets called Kulkan? All right, they call him, they call Aquaman king. They call him they call Namor god. All right, no. <laughs> hey yo, you know what's the, you want to know what's the fucked up part about all that? Is the actual god that they were calling Namor is actually in in Thor: Love and Thunder? Really? Yep. I didn't and they catch show that. him. Yes. I did not catch that. I mean, that's a brand new movie, movie, but that movie actually just was not that great. But let's stay on this one though. But yeah, no. Nah. Shouldn't it have been Namor? A picture of Namor then? No, because he's not actually. A... No, no, no. The god who they call, who they're referring to as when they're when they're talking, when they talk about Namor, they call him Kul Kulkan. 
Cool, cool can. I forget which one it is. Cool, cool can. Cool, cool can. That's some fish serpent god. And the fish serpent god, Cool, cool can, was one of the guys in that pantheon scene in Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh. That's who they. All right. I gotta look that up. But um. I guess one more. But play. yeah, he probably would have won. There's not many. Like, there's not many Avengers that's that can hold him down. The know? only one that's going to give him a problem is Captain Marvel and Thor. And Thor. Yeah, but then, but that's that. You, those, those are two people where it's like they may or may not be on world at that point. This is true. They do take vacations from Earth quite frequently. Like like Thor, he can get to Earth in a minute. Cause he he, he used the bar for Captain Marvel be like, right, give me a couple years. I'll be flying now. It's gonna take a while to get there. Let me ask a question. Um why do you think Shuri saw um Killmonger when she went to the ancestral plane? But didn't um I think he said it. He was like, "You took the the purple heart shaped uh, plant for for revenge." That's why she saw a black uh, Killmonger. Killmonger is the embodiment of revenge in her, for her. Like she didn't, she didn't take it to. She didn't take it because she was like, "Wakanda needs uh, a protector," because for us, she could have taken it. She had a whole year to to make it. And take it, but you wanted revenge, and you had seven days to get it. So you made the plant within seven days. Yeah, but remember, it took her so long to make it because she didn't have, you know, an actual replicant for the heart shaped herb. Killmonger burned it on the first movie, so she needed to have when she got a sample of the um of the of their version of the heart shaped herb, the one that turned them into Atlanteans. When he gave mm-hmm. her that bracelet. She used that as the binding agent because that had the plant in it. So that's how yeah. she, that's the only reason she was able to make it. I mean, it didn't take a hundred years because she just you know didn't feel like doing it. She didn't have the means to do it yet. But she was close though. I think they even said at the beginning like she was like I'm close. She just it just wasn't she wasn't like it didn't like pop like that's what she was missing. But I'm saying like from my from my, my thing is she had a whole year to figure it out. She could have she could have figured it out in that time, yeah. but the only reason she took it, only reason she she was like, all right, I'm gonna use this, is because she wanted revenge. Like even after she took it, got strong, she was like, I'm killing him. Like even Umbaku tried to talk her out of it, and she said, No, he's gonna, I'm killing him, and you're gonna help me do it. So she basically saw Killmonger because she wanted revenge. Is it's weird, but I like I was thinking about this today on my way home. I was like, uh, Talakan is literally old Wakanda. Hear me out. No one's allowed there. No one's no one's allowed there. They don't fuck with no one from the outside world, and their king is absolute with his decisions. Yeah, that was the point, yeah. And the, and the thing about it is, this king, though, is now like, 
yo, fuck it. I'm gonna war with the world. Off of uh-huh. one person's decision. And it's kind of s- similar to like Killmonger's ideology in a way. Not saying it's the same, it's similar because he was going to use Wakanda to go to war with the world. Which, yeah, because he was saying that we have um, we have spies in place. All they need is vibranium. We're gonna take over the world. Mm. Yeah, I mean, no, he he had because um, the whole reason why Namor even like approached Wakanda, like when when he went to um the Queen and Shirley on the on the uh, on the shore there, he said. Y'all had to open y'all big ass mouths. Y'all had to start running your mouths about vibranium and shit. Now that puts a target on us because now they have something that can find vibranium. And if they can find vibranium, they can find my people. And that makes us vulnerable. Yeah. Because he was telling them, like, we need Wakanda's help because this is your brother's fault. Y'all need to take responsibility for your actions. It's funny when he was like, what do you know about Vibranium? And she goes, Mother, he's covered. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Alright, so. Do you see this as a Black Panther movie or a Life in Wakanda movie where Wakanda actually has to sit? Not the Black Panther. Remember, even though the world was technically still in danger, everything was super isolated. Because no one knew what was going on. But. It wasn't the Black Panther that technically saved the world. It was Wakanda. See, it's funny because even in the first movie, if I didn't absolutely know I was watching a Marvel movie, I would say that this doesn't really feel like a Marvel movie because it's the same thing in the first one. The world technically was at danger because of a hidden superpower trying to rage war against the entire planet. And... Remaining in an isolated incident within Wakanda so that it wouldn't spread out to the rest of the world is how the whole thing got solved. And the same thing happened in part two, at least just not in Wakanda, of course. I ain't gonna front, I call that thorough, though. Yeah, it's absolutely thorough. That is thorough, because that means, that's, I mean, like, if you can let the world know they're not in danger and still take care of the danger, that's a good ass job. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, all right. Any other? But form? um. All right. Do you feel like the world was in danger? It was just like in in part one. I feel like the world was like almost in danger. Um, in part two, it was like I don't know. Like I don't. I didn't feel like the world was specifically in danger. I felt like it was just Wakanda. Like because he was like, "Yo, if you don't help us, we're gonna wipe you guys off the face of the earth." He attacked the tinker in the beginning of the movie, and after Wakanda, the world was next. Yeah, and the, he did. And then what the thing of the reason why Wakanda actually had to get involved was because everyone thought it was Wakanda, which is which is that. And that's the thing; it opens up. It like that, that opens up to it could be a Black Panther three because everybody still thinks it's Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah, it, no. everybody. They, it's not like they cleared that part up. Never. It's like, oh, everybody still thinks this is Wakanda. So I feel like uh, three is just gonna be Wakanda going at war, going to war with the world. <clears throat> well, the U.S. specifically, because the U.S. is like we want to retaliate. 
Yeah. And, and that's oof. and that's gonna be interesting too. In fact, speaking of, and that's the thing, like, is, um, hmm? no, no, go ahead, go ahead. That's the thing. Um, Okoye was never made a uh, general again. Yeah, that's because she fucks up a lot. She does fuck up a lot, and now I guess she's Wakanda Iron Man. So there's also that. Yeah. No, she's looking at the Midnight something. Yeah, they actually have Midnight those Angel. Books. That's actually a thing. There's actually an army of them in the books. Yeah. Like that's the whole thing. And yeah. that's so yeah. she's probably just gonna be the, the head of a of a new faction, not necessarily the daughter it's of Elijah. Midnight something. The, I think Midnight. No, not the Midnight Suns. That's the, that's the thing. Uh, it's a new game. But yeah, those those. Are but how does she fuck? You said she fucks up a lot. Yeah, she fucks up a lot. What do you mean, though? You want to take this one? Oh, no, please. You haven't actually, you haven't actually said much. Okay. So, <clears throat> when Killmonger took over, right, instead of, like, knowing that this dude's crazy, she knows the dude's crazy because it's already shown. Instead of trying to help everyone stop him, she rode with Killmonger until she realized the child was still alive. But by then, the heart-shaped herb was bor- was was burned, so they couldn't even save T'Challa for movie purposes. They couldn't. Then. Didn't he take it, though? He um, yeah. Killmonger took the heart-shaped herb, but then um, it was the, uh, Nakia. It too. Nakia, she stole one of the herbs before she he stole, burnt them all. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, for the purpose of the second movie, they needed a heart-shaped herb to help T'Challa. But because of the fact that, you know, Killmonger burned them all, that's why um, Shuri's having the issue she already had. And then the thing about it was Okoye, instead of like standing up against Killmonger at first, the moment she thought, oh, T'Challa's dead, I got to serve the throne. I'm going to just go follow along with everything, knowing that this dude is crazy and about to rage war on the world and put Wakanda in danger. She rode with him. Then, then in this movie, yo, you advocate to take um, Shuri. Shuri out into the field on a mission and say, yo, she'll be alright. I'm a protector. She's gonna be good. And you still lost her. Yeah. And the queen had no way of knowing whether or not Shorty was even still alive. Because she said... Okay, the first movie, I thought... It, I, I, feel, I feel like that was just tradition. It was tradition, but if you're willing to break the tradition to save Wakanda, why did it take you so long to do that? Well, she did. She didn't break the tradition. She, it, she just realized, like her switch sides again. That was just, it's not finished. She literally says, "This is not finished. They got to keep going." And then she only switched sides because he was like, "Fuck that. Where I'm king now." So it wasn't really. It was. It wasn't really like switch aside. She she was following tradition. Like she literally said. The challenge isn't over. He's so, not dead, and he never yielded. So then, when he said, "Nah, I'm not doing that," she was like, "Nah, I'm, 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 I'm attack. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm right on him." He was tech- like because he never yielded, or he was never killed. Technically, um, what's his name? Um, T'Challa was technically still king. But she's, she never did anything to help stop. 
any of the situations from getting worse. I remember Nakia went to her for help and she said, no, I can't help you. It sucks, but she, she was doing time. her job. She was doing her job. And doing her job cost them T'Challa, Omo Shuri, and technically the queen. Yeah, queen's also dead. I mean, not the queen because she was a civilian at that point. I mean, actually, yeah, the queen, because look, if you'd have protected Shuri, <laughs> did the job, they wouldn't have to go invade T'Challa uh, came down. That Shodi wouldn't die to bring Shuri back, and then he would. Mm. It would have waited the time. It was a dominant. Only reason, him. only reason I would say she fucked up in there because she didn't bring back up. Like you and Shuri is not enough to go up, especially knowing these people are looking for this person. You should have brought back her with you. Facts. Like when she got knocked in the water, there was nobody protecting Shuri. And it's not like Shuri was kidnapped. She willingly went with him. But still, if, you, if she would have brought backup and there was someone there to actually protect Shuri like, while she got knocked with the bridge, she would have been fine. And she made it even harder bringing back um, Riri when she when, when Shuri asked her, yo, just let me talk to her. And she, was, she wasn't patient enough to actually give her the actual, enough actual legit real time to handle the situation. Okoye fucks up a lot. Okay, but that's that's kind of like nope. that's kind of <laughs> like okay, it's kind of like okay, you're asking her to do her job, but you're not asking her to do her job because the queen literally basically said like she cannot get hurt. She gave her five. She she was like, I'm giving you five minutes by yourself. Cause sure you act for that. She gave. She was like, I'll give you six minutes. So it's like, all right, bet. Um, I mean, sure, you should have been like, give me five minutes from the time I get to the door, not five minutes from when I walk away from you. But, um, you know, it was just like, yeah, that's that uh, that's asking her to do her job, but then asking her not to do her job. Because say if she she let her go into the building and they kidnapped her, then it would have been the same, same result. How much faster would it be if they just said the daughter of Malachi just kidnapped Riri? It would have been super fast because they would have just went in there. They wouldn't have asked questions. Yeah, they're like, you come back to a Klondike. I don't give a fuck. Like, they should have been like, no, I'm not. They'd have been like, we didn't ask you. You're coming with us. Like, so, that, like, you, remember, you, remember, you remember the first movie? Yeah, at the beginning of the movie when the, the doorman knocked on the door? And he said, oh, this is some dude with some Grace Jones looking chick. He said, hey, open the door. They're yeah, not going to like, knock twice. They're they not going to knock twice. Let me, let me ask a question, Joe. And be real honest. If um if somebody walks up to you, right, and actually threatens you and say, "Yo, you need to come with me now," and threatens you, are you going with them? Yes or no? It depends. Oh my god! Okay, yes, no, no, no. Am I going with them willingly? No, but it's the daughter freaking Malaja. You act right. like I got a choice here. She doesn't know the daughter Malaja. She knew who Shuri was. She didn't know who to go. She knew who she she didn't know. She said, like, here's my thing. If Shuri, I know, is the princess of Wakanda worth billions of dollars, says, come with me. Let's say, unpack my bag. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you how. I'm going to defend that right now. She doesn't know who the Dory Milaje is. I know. Nobody knows what goes on in Wakanda. Right. They know Shuri because Shuri actually 
She's a well, princess. She's a she's a public figure. But she also works outside of Wakanda. Right. She, she's a public figure. Yeah. The, the movie, the, the last movie, ends they have outreach with them with the outreach. Yeah, yeah, I know that. That's the thing. That's how they. And they have a her. bunch of them. So, no, the, I know that. My thing is, I'm saying, if if somebody who I know is worth is worth billions of dollars says, "I need you to come with me," I'm gonna say, "Why well, am not coming with you?" And they say, "I'm gonna take you back to Wakanda." Hold on. Give me a second, pack a bag real quick, and I'm out. And keep in mind, Dora Milaje are going to ask once, and then they're going to take you. Okay. Remember Falcon and Winter Soldier. I get that. But like I said, if somebody comes up to you and threatens you, are you jumping on the bandwagon? No. But if all it's right, the Dora no, Milaje, they're going no. to. Exactly. No, no. I'm not willingly going to yes go no. with them. Yes, all right. Yes, it's yes, a no. fucking threat. I'm not going to willingly go with them. But like no. I said, it's the Dora you... Friggin' Milaje. No, they're not going to have a choice. All right, but. Wasn't hold on, time out. Here we go once again. No, but she he's talking about before it gets to all of that. Yeah, like if she, they just say you you're either coming with us or I'm gonna knock you out. Are you gonna be like I'm old? Let's go. Are you are you gonna be like I'm not fun down with you? All right. All right, but hold on, you forget you're forgetting very close. Hold yeah, on, finish it. Because when Shuri was by herself, she connected with Shuri and then she was willing to go. She started packing. When Shuri walked you're in, right. that's when she got like, no, I don't want to do it. So you she already screwed up that part of the job. All right. But if they would have just really take her, she was coming with you? they would not have spent those extra hours going to the warehouse to get her shit. They'd have just grabbed her, took her to Wakanda, and that's it. That extra time that they spent, that's what really fucked shit up. But if it was just a door Malaji, we didn't really have Shuri going over there just saying, hey, how's it going? You want to come with me? And then she said, yes, but then, then okay, come on up. Fine. But if it was a door Malaji, come with me. No. Let's go. We out. That's it. Do you really think that she was just going huh? straight, straight with her? It, what? Even if it was Okoye, if it wasn't Okoye, Okoye is the general of the daughter Malaje. Even if she didn't go directly, had Shuri not been there, so that would still would have happened. But you are still not telling me Okoye didn't fuck that up too. Oh no, Okoye fucked no, but that up. I'm but you, it's you, she's not. Do you really? So she do you really think that? I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, no. I'm not saying she's not. Yes. But for that really particular situation, that, do you really think that she was like she was really resisting Shuri the whole time? Do you really think that she was just gonna go into the bathroom and say, "Let's go"? Yes. Not, you know, I don't think that Shuri was just really wanting to go, and that's why that's really what helped push that along. But like. More, more folks should have been put is, down and said, "No, you're not going." Like the mom should have really been like, "No, nah, it's not happening. Sit down. You, no, you haven't even gone to therapy is, since this shit happened. Sit down. You're not going." And then what I'm saying is, do you really think that her resisting sure this into the whole conversation and her saying, "Let me just go to the bathroom and then we're gonna go"? Do you really think she would have went? Yes, I'm not joking. Yes, and then let's hold on. And her whole, you know, is tradition. Everything is tradition. How she kept it so old school also led to her ass whooping. Because, oh, against a tumor? Uh, yeah, because every time they that was tried a dope to, ass fight, though. It was a dope ass fight, but every time they try to give her advanced weapons, some more advanced weapons and technology, she's like, "No, no, I'm good with what I have." And then she takes an L until she got armor, right, to yeah. fight super, superhuman, super strength mutated. Atlantean oh Telecans. Oh. Yeah, I keep calling them Atlantean. She, she, she was still with a spear though. 
And keep in mind, they only made two of those suits. The rest of the Dota Melange were still using the spears. And in that final fight, they were still putting in the work. The only ones that they weren't putting in the work because against the two generals, Tiger Shark and Atuma. Assuming the other one was Tiger Shark. Because they actually they never actually called the other one Tiger Shark. But they did call the other one Atuma. You said they were still putting but in that work, but they almost she lost. Still had the, she... Yeah, because they were completely out of their element. Yeah, but they still couldn't, bro, they couldn't take no one fully out. They still almost lost. And yeah. Okay. Is it because of what? The reason when they were throwing dead blows, like they still stood back up. That's because they didn't have the strength to actually kill him. Like, I... now it's actually funny the more you think about it. The difference between like Wakanda and Tulakan, I think that's what it's called. I apologize if that's what it's called. Talakan, again, apologize if that's what it's called. Everyone in Talakan took that heart shape herb. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's another thing. Yeah. Everyone in the in that nation took that heart shaped herb. Everyone in that nation was born from people who took the heart shaped herb. The only reason why Namor is a is a halfling because his mom was pregnant when she took it. So that's why he has. That's why he's half half human, half Atlantean, and I think Talakan. Sorry, and I'm not sure. Did they have to trick his mom into taking it or something? Yeah, they did have to trick her mom because she she wasn't trying to take it. She's like, I don't know how it's going to affect the baby, so they did trick her into taking it. And are they going to finally bring in mutants because he is technically a mutant? No, he says it. He's a mutant. And then if you saw the last, um, if you seen uh, oh my god, Ms. Marvel. Yeah, Ms. Marvel also brought in that she's a mutant, not an inhuman. Inhumans were so terrible. They were good in Agents of Shield, though. Okay, I believe you. Uh, All right. All right. Uh, one more point before we uh, move on. I don't fully agree on that. That um, okay, fucked the ball of this shit, but <laughs> we we'll be here all night trying to get we're trying to get the both of y'all to convince each other on that shit. I'm, you have your opinions. I'm, we're not here to change opinions. We're just here to discuss them. Yeah. You're right. right. How did this movie feel to y'all as far as a tribute to Chadwick? As a tribute? Yes. As a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. How did this movie feel to y'all on that front? I wouldn't call it a tribute. They honored him. Then as an honor. Yeah, I don't know about tribute. Then as an honor to him. Do you feel this movie did good to honor him? Yeah. yeah. They opened it, honoring him, and they closed the honor. Yeah, I had watery eyes. I'm not I did tear up in a few parts of that movie. I had watery eyes. I didn't tear. Watery eyes is tearing up. No, because there ain't nothing drop out the eye. The water just swelled up. That's where it stops. <laughs> <laughs> as far as what the things going to like they forward, give a. Good tribute to him. Yeah. All right. It was the silence that really did it for me. Like that's what it was. It was when it was, she was just sitting there, just like no music, no nothing. Yeah, she just weird. had that slideshow. It was weird, but it was effective. No, the first one got me because it opens up with Cherry and him dying. Then it goes into the whole slide of him doing the, the Marvel sign. I was like, "You motherfuckers touched the heart. <laughs> My heart is off limits." <laughs> But then when she did the whole ceremony at the end of the movie, it was just like all old memories. And I was like, okay. 
Yeah, no music or nothing. She didn't say nothing. She just sat there. And, and like, because she said at the beginning of the movie, like, if I sit and I think for too long, I'm going to want to light the world on fire. And then she finally took the time to sit and think and just feel that. But then she met her nephew. Yeah. Speaking of. Nope. Yes. That was actually really interesting. He does have a kid. And we can talk. I got some stuff about that. But, like, mainly, I want to say that I heard this um interesting theory. Because a lot of people, myself included, were very uh, upset that he didn't get recast. Because there's still a lot more for the character T'Challa to have to do within the Marvel Universe. That we felt that we're not going to get now since he's passed. But now he has a son. Which means they recast it. Technically they did. And gave him the same name too. Technically they did, but they also didn't because he's still a different character. Just with the same name. Hey man, they didn't even call him T'Challa Jr. They called him T'Challa. Right. They recast it. He's still a different character just with the same name. We just don't, we don't know his full name. He could be a junior. He just never said T'Challa Jr. He just said, my name is T'Challa. So yeah. with that being said... They now have an opportunity to like do everything that they were going to do with the original T'Challa with this T'Challa. Down the line, yeah, but he, he, he had to grow up? Yeah, I mean, he's like five years old. So they recast it. You are still on that. They did not recast, technically. In a way, they did, but they technically didn't because he's still playing a different character. Is he's he not T'Challa? The... Yes. Is he if we bring another planet? person on this podcast named Dwayne, did you get recasted? Yes, I sure did. You and guess what? I will shut this show down. This show down. And on that note, <laughs> he's th- he's six, right? Uh, he yeah, he'd be six in that movie because he he must he he was probably mm-hmm. born like right when the snap, right before the snap. At least six because he it was the snap. Five years passed. And then one year and later, then, he passed. Then, like, yo. But that's the thing. You don't know if he died right after he got back. You know how awkward that got to be? To be dusted and then come back to find out you got a kid? No, he he probably already knew he had a kid. Because remember, he said that after the baby was born, he, he, uh, they, he moved them to Haiti. No, but that's the so either that happened when right. she was already pregnant or s- already born. You gotta remember the snap was a five year gap. He was yeah. six. So this he gotta have to come and play. Like, oh, oh, like, oh, damn, you grew up. Like wait a minute. So either the baby wasn't born yet or the baby was just born when they moved to Haiti. So, so the like the baby had to be the baby had to be just born, like before he got snapped away. I guess it depends on how long it's been between. It depends on how long it was in between Black Panther. An Infinity War. That would that be the biggest too. thing. If Black Panther and Infinity that War too. happened within the same year, that baby likely was not born. If at least a year so. passed in between those movies, then right. likely the baby was born. Let's put a pin in this. Yeah. This is going to be a long ass episode. <laughs> you can upload them as two different episodes. I know, I'm joking. <laughs> Just gonna edit out your, all your parts. 
And we're going to get to work on recasting Dwayne. That's all right. This is all my shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're going to kill him off, bring in someone else, say it's his son, and say, oh, no, we just recast. All right, that's fine. I don't got a kid out there. <laughs> that you know of. No, I do know I don't have a kid out there. Hey, hey, we was the best, hey, best part about this one. The best part about this one is we can always recast Joseph. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. He has a daughter. That'd be a gender change, too. Hey, we'd be woke. That would be. Yes. We would be woke. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, technically. He not only be recast <laughs> completely. He got a whole gender swap. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, we stupid. <laughs> All right. All right, we're going to continue this conversation later on. <laughs>